Welcome, patrons and Patreon preview listeners, to the Pair of Kings podcast, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Saul, first question, started off with a bang. What are you eating right now? Oh, uh, quick, quick snack. They're from Huang Fei Hong. Okay. Um, they are spicy peanuts. It's peanuts Ooh. with like chili, chilies, dried chilies in them. That sounds wonderful. They're very good. They're great for like clearing out your sinuses. That sounds great. I love peanuts. I love spicy. Can't go wrong. Yo, say peanuts without the N. No, oh. without the T. Without the T. Without the T. I was going to say peanuts. So that's, uh, that's after 15 minutes. That's after we hit the Patreon mark. Then we can say that. But before then, welcome everybody to the pod. If this is your first time listening, happy you're here. If it's your hundredth time listening, thank you, first of all. Also, you know, why? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're happy you're here. If it's your first time, if it's your hundredth time. And we're excited for today. It's game day on the mm-hmm. uh the pair of kings podcast we schedule wise this was supposed to be a patreon guest episode saul and i were both very busy we had no time to lock down a guest so we were both essentially on vacation last weekend um yeah. we uh, so- were both out of town i wasn't on my phone really at all which is great you know it's good to take those breaks once in a while and we're gonna have a really fun episode tonight mm-hmm. uh it's game game night saul we, we played a game last boys episode on the Patreon um, that's all designed. That was a blast. And so I've come back and designed one for him, which I'm really excited. Wait, to get is into. it a different game or is it? A... It's a different game. Okay. So we'll put it this way. For those who didn't listen, my game was called fashion prices, right? John mm-hmm. had to guess various items. I guess I'll keep that going. I can host that. John, do you have a name for your, your game? Yeah, mine is called uh, Heavy Machinery or Avant-Garde Fashion Piece. And I'm really excited to get into it. You're kidding. I am not. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, but speaking of games, so before the podcast, we were singing or, or going back and forth the lyrics to Sorry for Party Rocking. A classic and tune. Exactly. A song as old as time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it came out what was it 1781 yeah i think somewhere on there it um mm. it was like a post american revolution <laughs> like the uh the founding fathers would sing that as they oh, were yeah. writing the democracy mm. or the declaration of independence seven years ago <laughs> anyway um but oh so he mentions a drinking game john i i wanted to talk about my favorite drinking game do you mm. have a favorite drinking game um well they're called different they're i feel like drinking games are called different things depending on what college you went to okay Um, well all right what is one we would play it was called like either kings or waterfall and like every there'd be a deck of cards and you draw a card and every Hmm. card meant something different like you'd play a different game or like you'd get assigned a role and then when you drew your card you put it under a uh there was a beer can in the middle and you'd mm-hmm. put it under the tab and whoever cracked it had to drink the beer. We call that King's cup, but okay. Yeah. So very, you know, probably the exact same thing. That was always very fun. 
<clears throat> yeah. Do you remember all the rules? Because I know those differ. I know ace is waterfall, two is you, three is me, four is floor, five is guys, six is chicks, seven is heaven, eight is mate, nine is rhyme. What and is one Ten was like is... thumb. Like if you put your thumb down, everyone else would have to put their thumbs down. Whoever did it last had a drink. That was, that was floor. Usually that's what people do for floor. Oh, okay. I can't remember, but it's been so long since I've played either version. Um, but gosh, yeah, that was probably like early 2019. Mm. So it's been a so, couple of years. <clears throat> what my 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 favorite drinking game or um rule to a drinking game. So in King's Cup, when a king gets pulled, the way we play it, you can make a rule that persists until somebody else gets a king and then it gets replaced. Yeah. 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 You like the the rule. Exactly. Yeah. So whenever I get a king, I always try and implement it. Um, and in any other drinking game where rules or stipulations can be put in is my favorite thing to do. So it's called little man. Okay. And essentially your cup is now a home for the little man. It's Ooh. where he lives. He lives on the rim <laughs> of your cup. And every time you'd like to take a drink, you have to remove him from his home. So you have to go to the, the rim of your glass, take off the little man, put him down, or you have to hold him. You can't, you can't just drop him. You're going to no. kill him. Yeah. You're put him responsible down. for a life. Exactly. You take your sip and you put him back, put him back on his home. And every time you forget, you have to drink again. Here's the kicker. Usually when you catch somebody who hasn't taken off the little man, they panic and just drink again. And then they have to keep going. Exactly. So it's a great game. And it, it gets even more fun if you get people who are like into the concept and they're like, why are you disrupting this man's home? They're like, put it yeah. back to his home. Like, <laughs> it's really a blast. I love little man. Next time yeah. I play, I'll have to steal that. I'll give you credit, of course, but okay. homecoming's at the end of the month um, mm. in East Lansing. So hopefully I'll get to get to reminisce. And uh, I think a lot of my friends from college are going to be up there. So I'm excited. Mm. Did you know this girl when you were eight years old or three years old? What? What you love most. She had so much soul. I don't know this song. I'm sorry. Yes, you do. What song? She said, excuse me, little homie. I know you don't know me, but my name is Wendy and I like to blow trees. And from that point, I never blew her off. And words come from out of town. I like to show her off. It's not ringing a bell. Homecoming by Kanye West. Oh, I mean, I've heard it, but it's not in my regular rotation. I don't know the lyrics. That's a great song. Wait, do you not do you not listen to Graduation? I mean, I've listened plenty of times, but I not. It's not in the regular rotation these days. I feel like that's one of the better songs from Graduation. Good morning. Ooh. Ooh. Um. But anyways. You know, shame on me for not knowing my Kanye lyrics. But, Saul, mm. can we get a fit check? Sure. Um, I'm wearing no shoes because I'm in the house. I'm not an animal. I have a pair of Abu Garcia fishing shorts um, in, like, a sand colorway. Um, I have a shirt from Briarmere Farms. They specialize in apples and apple pie. Um, and they're run by a, a Yale family, like their ah. kids went to Yale. And I think the grandparents went as well. Um, and then my Boston Red Sox hat. It's still like too hot to like wear pants here. I, I, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I essentially walk over five miles all across campus. That's and when I get, numbers. 
My record I, was 11 for classes. Oh, but when I get to class, it's hot, like in the classroom and I'm hyperventilating and I'm wearing a mask. So the yeah. first 10 minutes of any class, I just spend sweating. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. Um, that's very reminiscent of my college experience. Cause I just yeah. walked everywhere. Cause I parking at MSU is a whole thing. And, uh, I'd just keep my car parked unless I had to like go to the grocery store or anything like that. So I never drove to class, always walked. Um, it was nice. You know, that's the, my junior year. I listened to over a month of Spotify, like totaling up all the minutes. Holy shit. During the Spotify rap. So over one twelfth of the year was spent listening to Spotify. <laughs> one in every 12 seconds. But yes, um, I was also, and Michigan State has the largest continuous campus in the United States. So the lot, like, oh, like on all in one location. It's not like you have to drive around the city, but it's huge. Um, People with East Lansing, right? It is East Lansing, pretty much. Was there ever a bakery or a bake shop called Yeast Lansing? If there hasn't been, I think there should be. but it was to the point where if say there were two freshmen living on opposite corners of campus and neither of them had a car, you'd technically be like in a long distance relationship because it's like a 55 minute walk. <laughs> oh God. Could bike scooter. I mean, you could bike, but like if you both, if you were both set on walking and didn't use, I mean, they had a great busing system too, but. Our shit was you know, bussing, bussing. If you were just walking, you're in a long distance relationship because it's 55 minutes at a leisurely pace to get across campus it's huge imagine breaking up with somebody and then having a 55 minute walk home (laughs) and they have a class like in a building around you so you kind of have to walk together (laughs) oh man but yeah that was um it's huge campus uh and it took me like four years to figure out where everything was. I still don't know the road names. Really? At MSU. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, I know some of them, but I don't know. Like, if you put me in a random road, I'd say, like, oh, I'm by this, not, oh, I'm on this road. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go back there. I haven't been since my brother's graduation. So I'm looking forward to it. How long and- has that been? Like six months? Um, five, okay. or I guess four. It'll be five when I go up because that was the beginning of May and I'm going up at the beginning of October. But congrats to Joe Hogeboom now in the working world. Um, but I'll whip through my fit check and then uh, we're coming down to the Patreon cutoff for 11 minutes right mm. now. So then we can we can start the festivities. I was really quickly going to say I almost registered for selective service to apply to a job. Really? Yeah. Were you, was not, it I'm, like a government position or like a military position? EPA. Okay. So I didn't know why my, my application wasn't going through. And it seemed like the only thing that I didn't have that they wanted or that they asked for on the application was, are you registered for the selective service? And obviously I'm not, um, I guess not, obviously I'm not, but I almost did it. And I got the email back from the recruiter that was like, no, uh, this is a like internal only position, um, for current government employees to transfer into. And I looked at the job listing 
John, it's like, it was, it was like starting salary, like not high one year of experience, like open quotes, entry level job. And I was like, but you have to be already in the employed yeah. or the, by the company. I mean, the United States government. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My favorite government employee is chef rush. The white house chef. That dude's huge. He's awesome. Also sick name. You know, oh, the know. Uh, chef in Total Drama Island was based off of him? Yeah. Also, shout out to Total Drama Island. I know we've talked about that show before on this podcast, but that is that was peak television back in the day. Who was your pick to win at the beginning? I, I DJ was always my favorite. Yes. Yo, let's go DJ fans. Yeah, he was always he was always number one for me. But he, I think he made it like top five somewhere around there. Do you remember when Owen was like, or was it Owen, the, the kid who got like caught on the airplane? Um, Owen won it. Owen won the first. Season. Oh, no, sorry. Not the Canadian dude. Uh, the, the skinny dude who uh, in the second season is like feral on the airplane. I don't even remember that. I'm trying to think the like the Napoleon Dynamite esque dude. Uh, hold on. I'm looking at right Ezekiel. Now. It, it was Co- Cody. No. Uh. God, they don't have it. So it's not Lindsay, not Lashana, not Eva, not Justin, not Owen, not Noah, not Trent, not Gwen. It was Cody. Okay. I don't know if I remember Cody. Hold on. Quick Google. I also legitimately thought Izzy was going to win. She had that like crazy streak. Oh, I remember Cody. Cody went feral in the woods in season two. No, season two, he went feral on an airplane. Oh, it was like revealed that he had been like, like he wasn't invited for the second season okay and this is a cartoon for anyone who's not yeah yeah, yeah. he snuck his way onto the airplane it was like feral like living in the cargo hold (laughs) that's so funny also did you go back and watch that show they had different endings based on where you were in the world that's so cool yeah that's so like ahead of its Uh, time wait let me see man that Uh, show was goaded i missed that show it was really it was a good era of cartoon network um like between that and ben 10 that was like oh, pre-Adventure Time and regular show and Flapjack. I was such a fan of regular show. Genuinely. Flapjack is a Hogaboom family favorite. All four of us love that. Oh, show. yeah. So yeah. Gwen Gwen won in one. Uh, oh, wait. What? Season one? Season one. Uh, yeah, Gwen and Owen, depending on what country you were in, won or lost. That's crazy. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah. My goodness, that's genius. You gotta know it would have been amazing in the era of social media, like people screaming 